How to Trade Less and Make More Money as a Trader. Welcome back to the Traders Improve podcast. My name is Rolf. Thank you for tuning in once again. And also thank you for all the great feedback that has come my way over the last few days. I really, really appreciate it. You can send me your question for the next podcast episodes at www.tradesociety.com slash podcast. You will find a form at the top of the page where you can submit your question. And you can also find all previous episodes on this page. Uh, today, today's topic is inspired by a recent... Um, Well, I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook from Eckhart Tolle. It's, I think it's called The Power of Now in English. Uh, and he talked about the concept of silence and how silence is really the thing that is, is enabling great things. And he makes the, or he brings the first um, example with music. Obviously, in, in music, it becomes very, very clear. If you don't have silence between the notes, then all you have is one sound, one beep, or one, or just otherwise noise. But only if you have silence between the individual notes, uh, you can have actually nice uh, music or a song or whatever. And the concept of silence is also applicable, or not only silence, but just pausing, resting. Uh, stepping back applies to all to all concepts to all areas in our lives for example in sports maybe you go to the gym and maybe you work at the weight machines but only when you're resting between your workout days that's the that's the time when your muscle grows during the workout you just stimulate growth you challenge your muscle muscle you expose the muscles to new um to new yeah to just a new uh weight training but only after the only if you after the um if after the workout you rest your muscle you just you recover you sleep well you eat well uh and you you don't exercise again that's the time when your muscle will grow and when you become stronger it's the same when you study for example um i remember very well from my study times I was trying to cramp in a lot of uh, stuff, especially in the exam time. But I realized very early on that there was a limit and I also needed to give my, my brain um, some time to just process all the, the data, to, to just get everything right, to um, just give myself some, um, some free time. And especially uh, when I wrote my master's uh, thesis, which took months and months and months. I was often hours and hours in the uh, library, writing, researching, performing some calculations. But what I did and what made the biggest impact, and by the way, I had one of the best theses in all of my uh, year when I graduated. Oftentimes, when I hit a roadblock or when I just faced a different or difficult problem, when I just, um, just couldn't keep on going for whatever reason, <clears throat> I would just leave the library and I would either go for a run, I would take, back then I was mountain biking a lot, I would take my bike into the woods um, or I just read a, a, a fiction book often um, and to just do something completely different and sports especially, I really um, uh, think that sports have a very unique role when it comes to um, to just giving your mind some rest because especially when you're mountain biking 
or doing any um, sport where you really need to pay attention to the moment, then you cannot think about the hard problem in the background. Uh, and this, and I often had the the best realizations, the best ideas just came up with great solutions when I was away from the computer, when I was doing something completely different. And I think many people know also um, the the moment when you're taking a shower or when you are doing something completely different, and then suddenly it hits you, and suddenly you have the idea, or some, suddenly you come up with a solution for the problem, or you remember just something that you try to remember for a long, long time. And this is only possible when you give or when you have silence when you pause when you step back even famous um, and popular writers i read it um, somewhere and i have um, read it multiple times that a writer when he was done with done with his writing routine for the day he he would stop mid-sentence so wherever he was he would just drop the pen mid-sentence because subconsciously your mind will still think about it, even though you might not actively um, think about the, the task or the sentence or where you are stuck, subconsciously your mind will think about it. And these days I, I, I use this concept as well. Uh, I'm currently in my uh, home office and I have a very, very big uh, whiteboard here where um, on the one hand I have big milestones that I've written down, uh, just um, keywords. And on the other uh, half of the whiteboard, I have um, questions or not problems, but challenges or things that I want to think about. And even though I might not consciously look at the whiteboard all day, um, sometimes I will pass it and sometimes my, my subconscious will just catch a phrase or catch a word. And uh, I have read it in many, many books that your mind will think about those things subconsciously and then... Um, so often it happens to me when I'm doing <clears throat> something completely different and unrelated. I will get an idea or something will come to my mind. And this is a great, great practice. And obviously we can also use that in, in trading. In trading, it is very obvious that you should not trade all the time. Although maybe in, in the beginning, I know from experience, uh, when I started out, I wanted to be in the market all the time. I told myself I want to be a trader, so I have to trade, right? But I realized that the more I trade, the worse my trading decisions are. So in trading, we need to understand and apply this concept as well. We need to trade less. And by trading less, we can be more selective because we don't try to force trades all the time. You cannot trade the charts all the time. Sometimes there are just no setups. Sometimes the market is just not in a state where it agrees or it lines up with your trading um, methodology. Sometimes you just need to take the finger off the mouse button. Sometimes it's time to just completely close the journal, uh, the, the trading platform, and just journal your trades, journal your thoughts to think about what is it that you're actually doing or have been doing, and is it working? Why isn't it working? And the concept of silence and just pausing, stepping back, trading less, doing less is so important. Doing more is not always resulting in more output or better output. And I wrote about this a, a while back on my blog as well. And I put together a list of a few, or I think it's 10 points, when it's better not to trade. So let me go through this. So the first point 
is when you have to think uh, too long about a, a setup. And many traders, and especially my students, when they come to me and, and ask, Rolf, I've been looking at this chart for a long, long time, and is this a trade? I'm not sure, or maybe it looks quite okay, but I'm not 100% sure. And then I often tell them, and I, I pointed out to them that the good trades, they will often jump right at you from the charts. You won't have to think about too long about whether this is a good trade or not. If you think too long about a, a chart and you're wondering, hmm, and you're pondering, should I, isn't it, oh, I don't know, maybe, well, let me ask someone else, then usually this is a good sign that this is not a trade. In the last podcast episode, I think I also said that you need to rest or you need to pause. Take the finger off the mouse. Even though the good patterns, the good trades will often jump right at you, it's still good and recommended to pause a bit because sometimes our gut feeling is not right and not correct. So, yes, the good trades will jump at you, but take the finger off the mouse and think about it. But if you have to think about too long, then usually that's a good rule of thumb that there is no good trade uh, in front of you. The second point when you should not trade is when your reward-to-risk ratio is off. So sometimes you have a good trade, but you don't know where your stop-loss goes. Maybe your stop-loss has to be too far away, and then it uh, screws your reward-to-risk ratio. And this is also a moment where you should not trade because in the end, trading, especially technical analysis, it's all about probability and statistics. And it happens to me sometimes when, for example, I want to trade a breakout, but the breakout is too strong, it happens too fast, and the candle is too big, then I cannot put in, or I, I am forced, I would be forced to use a very wide stop loss. And if I have to put a wide stop loss, then my reward to risk ratio will go down, and then I will just skip the, uh, skip the trade. Point three, when you should not trade is if the market is not favoring your system. For me, for example, I, I like to trade trending markets when there are very nice breakouts, uh, moderate volatility, not too much, but sometimes the market is just not favoring. Sometimes the market is just going up and down um, in a crazy manner where I, I'm probably sure, I'm sure you have seen it. Sometimes certain pairs, they will be stuck in ranges for a long, long time, or sometimes a certain forex pair will just be very, very intense and very volatile. And what I do then is that I wait for a few days. I, I close the, uh, the chart or I close the forex pair and I move on to another forex pair where I have good technicals and where I can apply my uh, concepts. Point four, when you should not trade is when you, when you want to catch up. And catch, catching up means that maybe you have had one or two losing trades in the week and then it's already Thursday and Friday and you don't want to end the week on a negative note. What often happens then is that traders try to force trades or maybe use uh, more risk and more position size than they should. And it's often, well, as you know, probably it often doesn't end very well. So if you feel yourself that you try to talk yourself into a trade, um, but you know that there is actually not a trade and you're tr just trying to catch up and you're maybe in a losing streak, then it's also better to just skip the trade, accept that, okay, right now I cannot catch up. I don't want to dig myself a deeper hole. Uh, let me come back um, to my charts in a while when there are valid trading opportunities. A very important point when you should not trade is if you haven't done your analysis. Uh, for me, for example, my students know that 
I am very, very disciplined on my uh, trade analysis and my trading planning. So without fail, every Saturday, even when I got married, I am doing my uh, trading plans in the morning. I will always map out my charts. I will redraw my levels, come up with trading plans, set my price alerts. And if I haven't done that, and sometimes there are weeks where I, I cannot do it on the weekend, then I will not start my trading week. If if Monday comes and I haven't done my trading planning, I will just not trade. I will step back and I will draw and create my trading plans. And if I miss trades Monday morning and I haven't done my uh, trading planning, then so be it. I, I'm not going to trade it unless I have done my trade planning. And this is very, very important. I've seen it in myself. It really improves the quality of your trading. Another very important point when you should not ask someone uh, or when you should not trade is when you need to ask someone for their opinion. Especially if the person is not trading the exact same system that you are trading. You should never ask yourself, uh, should ask someone else um, if this is a trade or if he thinks that you should go in or not. First of all, traders need to make their own decisions. Second of all, if, and I've seen it many times, if a trader asks someone else, then they also give away the responsibility. And if they lose the trade, they will just say, oh, uh, yeah, I lost, but actually I wouldn't have taken the trade myself. It's just because I listened to this guy, so it's not that big big of a deal. But it is. If you want to be a trader, a professional trader, You need to make decisions for yourself and not rely on someone else and not give away responsibility. You need to own your trading decisions. And a very obvious um, point when you should not trade is when you have personal, job-related, or health health issues. Trading, in the end, is a high-performance activity, and you need to perform at your best. And if something in your personal life or wherever is not going wrong, is not going right, maybe you have uh, more stress than usual, maybe it is upsetting you a little bit, then it is time to just step back, sort things out, and then come back the next day or next week or next month, however long it will take. But the last thing you want to do is add more pressure to your trading or add more stress to your life. Uh, and that is a very, very important um, thing to remember. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I think the concept of trading less and in general doing less and just resting um, and really resting, not not what most people do is that, okay, I, I'm going to rest. Let me just um, watch Netflix or spend four, uh, spend five hours on my phone uh, going down this YouTube rabbit hole. No. You want to rest, you want to um, pause, go out for a walk. As I said in the last podcast, I, I, I now really enjoy this practice of when I take my dog out, I leave my phone at home and it's very, very refreshing and uh, it's very different. Um, it feels awkward and weird being outside with your phone, but it is also very nice for your mind to just process things, to think about things and to just not have this constant distraction. Thank you for listening. And until the next time.